0: Now back to the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us today.
1: I'm Emilio Dispirito, and this is the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. Uh, This is your show all about buying, selling, investing, And everything else that goes involved with real estate. So we hope you learn a lot here. We've got on some expert contributors in different fields, and today with us we have Matthew Bates with Movement Mortgage. What's up, Matt? Good morning, everybody. Awesome to be here. Love having you, buddy. And we also have Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management. We're gonna have a great show today. So I can tell you, this is gonna be something you're gonna want to tune into, Um, Matt. One of the things we wanted to cover today for our listeners was the top 10 reasons why somebody should be using Movement mortgage movement Mortgage's upfront underwriting uh, process. Yeah, well, it's been...
2: It, it, upfront underwriting uh, at, at Movement Mortgage yep. has been such a difference maker for me as a loan officer mm-hmm. and for my customers. The customer experience is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, why? It, it, well, it, here's the deal is that at every mortgage company, it doesn't matter what mortgage company you pick. There's the sales part where you talk to your loan officer and you look over the different loan products and rates and closing costs, and you kind of figure out which path is the path of least resistance that's okay. going to set you up for the best mortgage going forward. Okay. And then, uh, and then after you get that settled, you there's the underwriting department that goes through and actually verifies all the information that you put into your apple your, your your loan application, so they verify your credit. They verify your income, um, all the applicants that are on the loan, and mm-hmm. then they verify your assets, and then they put those mixture, those three items together to figure out, you know, what you're actually qualified for as far as a purchase price, or a loan amount if you're refinancing. So what happens is, is that with with underwriting, that that department is the only department. It doesn't matter what mortgage company you work for that has the ability to fully approve somebody yeah. or fully deny them. So what happens is that these loan officers. Um, that work for other companies, they pre-approve their clients, and then they go out shopping, find a house that they like, mm-hmm. and then it's okay, let's get the underwriting done on the house, uh, on the loan. And uh, and that's where a lot of things come up. Maybe the loan officer is moving too fast and missed a guideline or things changed and they weren't aware mm-hmm. of a situation, or maybe the client wasn't fully... Um, uh, uh, upfront about some of the items like maybe child support, bankruptcies or foreclosures or anything that's really financially damaging to an alone application. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it comes out, you know, that's when it comes out and that's where a deal could blow up. Absolutely. So, so what movement mortgage has done is that they were built this way. The company was, 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 uh, uh incorporated from the start from the jump to do upfront underwriting. Yep. And what that does is we force our not for, we, we really, um, uh, you know do our best to try to get the customer to do go through the upfront underwriting process mm-hmm. before they sign the contract
1: Matt so our listeners know normally the underwriting only happens when somebody gets their purchase and sales agreement together So when they find the house put together a contract But what you're saying is that your company you found success in doing all of the underwriting upfront, like ahead of time Right, so basically it's like a blank check to go
2: put that offer on that house it makes the deal much more confident for you know the customer much more confident in making the deal it also gives us a leverage to be able to move quickly um and a lot of times if the customer is selling a house yep to buy another house they have to use that net proceeds to be able to purchase the new house and we can iron that all all out and fully approve it mm-hmm. before any Agreements are, are struck or anything is accepted as far as um, buying and selling mm-hmm. and what happens when you sign a purchase and sales agreement is you have to You have to uh, give a deposit um, With the with, so it could be a couple thousand dollars you could you could uh, you have to do a home inspection Or you recommend to do a home inspection. which yep. could be five six hundred bucks And then you can do an appra- you have to do an appraisal on the value of the house Which is another upfront cost of around five five hundred dollars sure so all of this money starts to be required to spend Without have and if you're working with a different bank, you may not have that approval that is 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 confident for you to be able to spend that money. Yeah, you know, and and if if you spend it, you can't get it back. It's you know it, very rarely can you get the deposit money back. Some uh. certain circumstances, but the home inspection money, you can't take that money back from the home inspector if the deal blows up. Yeah, the appraiser's got to get paid. You can't get that money back because he, you know you got to pay the appraiser to do his job. Yeah. so you know that's all that money is is well spent if you're gonna get a house out of it. But if your deal blows up because of income, credit, or assets, after you spend that money, now it's like, all right, I spent all the money, now I don't have a house, and the deal blow up, I can't get the mortgage. And you could
1: potentially lose your deposit. Exactly. Thousands.
2: So so some of the reasons for the listeners out there, some of the reasons why you would really want to entertain an upfront underwrite with a, a company that can do that well, like moving mortgage, would be like if you've had a bankruptcy in the past five to seven years. Okay. If you've had a foreclosure in the last five to seven years. If you've been, uh, if you've been divorced before and now mm-hmm. there's some sort of alimony of child support associated with that divorce. Makes sense. Um, if you own multiple properties and you have a variety of mixed income, you'd want to, you want to make sure that all those income revenue streams are signed off mm-hmm. on by the underwriter. Um, if you, if you, ha- if you're, if you're very limited on assets and you need to figure out exactly how much you need to get the money done in order to buy the house that you like mm-hmm. you would want to go through the upfront underwriting process if you have a, some sort of requirement to move quickly and, and you want to move speedy through the purchase and sales agreement, yep. like in a 15-day close. Like and, a highly competitive market. Exactly. If you're going into a house where there's multiple offers and you want to stand out because you can close quicker, yep. get the upfront
3: underwriting done before you sign
2: the contract. This is six. I'm counting these. Yeah. That I sounds like
3: everybody on earth.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, right now. Yeah. So right. um, another thing is, is if you have any sort of in credit r- improvements that you want to do um, prior to spending the money... On the house, you want to work with me. We can take our time and go through the underwriting and get your credit score to go up, so you can get yep. a better interest rate. Mm. Um, if you're if you want to vet out all the all the loan options, we can go through the underwriting process to see which one's going to be easier to get uh, underwritten. Hey,
1: I'm impressed. Keep going. And
2: if you're a first time home buyer and you've never done a mortgage before, yep. you want to learn about it. Well, we're going to give you all that information for free before we charge our closing costs or get you under contract on the house. Yep. So that's another one. Um and um, oh, the <laughs> pressure's <it>? on. Oh yeah, we're at, Where Can we at nine. Hit 10? Where Can, we at you're nine? at nine. Can nine? you hit ten? <laughs> Oh. If you plan on doing a renovation, loan. <laughs> if you plan on doing a renovation loan, let a, renovate, and that's a good point actually, because renovation loans are very, very complex. All right, good. good. So if they we get are. the underwriting done, we can, we can,
1: we can make the renovation part of it go a lot smoother. That was good. That that was slick. That's because sick. the reno loans are horrible yeah, right? they if they're not be. done correctly Up yeah. front. Yeah, Gre- Greg, you had a, a question to ask. I don't know if you remember it. It was. A... I do. I was going to say,
3: what do you say to the the stubborn? It's like I'm not oh, giving you my social security number up front. Can't say uh, that on I'm air. <laughs> not doing all this stuff up front. What uh, do you say to that person?
2: You, you know, then they're not just not ready to buy a house. You know, and, <laughs> and and you know it's it stinks because they could be qualified. I might lose out on that deal because you know someone else is willing to play their game. You know, and and take their time with it. But at the end of the day, I have a responsibility to the real estate community to make sure that my pre-approval letters mean something when I release them, and that's how come we have such an awesome reputation. Mm -hmm. Because when you see a moving mortgage pre-approval letter, you know that customer has been vetted out they've sure. learned all their options they've picked yeah. the best one for them and they're prepared to move quickly and efficiently sometimes it's not so much about f- quickness it's about communication just being efficient you yeah. know the th- standard 30 45 day contract can go like super smooth yep after the underwriting has been done up front and it's just a really ex- it creates a really exciting and smooth and like you know, it's all about like the, the the good juju after you get it done with yeah. the, you know. The, oh, that was great! Amelia was fantastic. Matt was awesome. Oh, sure. like, that yep. was a good deal. You know, we we really appreciate you guys. That's what we really do it all for. So for those uh, difficult people, uh, <laughs> we're your hype man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for those difficult people, you know, some some of them have been through it before, yeah. and they're and they're very they're very much educated and brought up to speed on what they can and can't do. And for those people. You know, if they're truly that educated and that that up to speed on the mortgage process, they'll take they'll take value in what I can do mm-hmm. for them. Like, I'm, right. d- dude, I'm, or uh, Mr. Or Mrs. Homebuyer, I'm literally doing the whole loan for you yeah. before you even have to commit to me. Yeah, Correct. like I, you know, I'm not locking you in on anything. I don't I'm think just people understand the power behind that. Right. I, like I, I'm doing literally the whole loan, so that way when you find a house, you can. Blank check, blank check, and, and the deal's
1: done. Let, let's let, let's like let us simplify this like a little bit, like break it up, like for a second, right? So, Greg, you own properties, okay? There's times where you're selling properties. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, twenty six, twenty eight Summer Street, Pawtucket, right now, awesome investment opportunity. You're selling that now. Let's say if somebody came to you, you have three offers on the table, okay? One, the person's not yet pre-approved. Two, the person is pre-approved. Three, the person is pre-approved with all upfront underwriting. They're fully qualified contingent upon the appraisal, okay? Let's say that offer number one where that person's not pre-approved is over asking price. Mm -hmm. Offer number two where they're pre-approved is asking price. Offer number three where they're upfront underwriting $5,000 less. Which one are you going with and why?
3: I'm going with the one that's pre-underwritten from Matt. Yeah because I know there's not going to be any BS, there's not going to be any surprises, any delays. I want to sell it 5,000 bucks difference to me is like take it.
1: There's no risk with it.
3: None. Right? I, the balls in my court. Yeah. I hope my building appraises. Yeah, right. It's my deal now, so that is where I would go 100%. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: it's a it's a, it's a much cleaner um and, and a lot of times It's leverage. Know, it, it, a lot yeah. and I tell the clients that like hey, if you're going to if you're going to negotiate on the price of the house, you know, you want to at least have these things checked off because if you start to ask for less than what the seller's asking for or some sort of contingencies and you're going to make it difficult, you want to clean it up in other areas. Correct. And you want to, you know, because everything's a negotiation and, and, and we all know that. So, you know, if you're gonna uh, lowball the offer which is sometimes happens mm-hmm. make sure you can close fast make sure you put a big big deposit down yeah. yep. make sure you come with correct on all the other that's items right. versus come correct versus yeah. you know having just do that and then it'd be a mess on everywhere else correct. because you just you just turn into a fool. It, 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 yeah it's just not it's just not the the proper way to do it another thing is is that you know for the realtors that are out there that are uh, that anybody that's a, a real estate professional mm-hmm. um, that is referring business to any sort of mortgage company or or a lender that they do a lot of business with. Um, you also don't want to spend your time with anybody that's not going to do the process one way or another. Yeah. You know, if they're gonna be difficult through underwriting, you might as well figure that out before you go and show them 25 houses. Right. You know what I mean? Like go and and make sure that the customer is properly vetted out, that they're they're fully aware of what, you know, what, what ins and outs. And a lot of times I, I echo the real estate agent. So like, you know, whatever sentences you start with, I can finish. Whatever I start with, you finish. No, it goes hand be- in Because hand. we do such a good job on the yeah. same over and over and over again. So like, you know, w- when you start working with the buyer, you know, like, okay, good talk to Matt, it mm-hmm. kind of cleans it up on both coming, you know, yeah, both, both professionals kind of clean up the presentation, it's consistent, and yep. then that way, when you go out there, you're again efficient about looking at houses. You know, at, you know, teach them like, hey, do some drive bys, look at these things, don't mm-hmm. go out of your price point. This is what you know, you have a budget that you set for yourself, Mr. and Mrs. Homebuyer. Yep, you know, if you go at four hundred thousand dollar house, it's not going to be within your budget no matter what you do, so don't waste your time looking at those houses, look at something right. that's a little bit more, you know, in your ballpark. Um, and 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 that has been a really another part of this whole thing that's been really great for me. Um, so yeah,
1: up front, underwriting. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So we've got Matt Bates in the studio with Movement Mortgage. Matt's a loan originator with Movement Mortgage and uh, covers Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Right. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. The the company's licensed in
2: the the whole country. Yeah, all so, fifty states. So if it's not me, then it's one of my coworkers that can handle some of the other. Uh, states that
1: I definitely the, the uh the mortgage got wait how what's your address again your uh, www.therimortgageguy.com all right Best so website. the yeah. right i usually know that i don't know why i couldn't well, remember that today the mortgage yes times the mortgageguyri.com say it
2: again i so screwed the that up so oh and also it, i also tagged RI right, mortgage guy. So in case you all forget right. the, the you right. still get to where you need to go well, all right, mortgage and I can not have anybody coming in kind of, you know, awesome. trying to do the same. And thing. you can call
1: us direct too or hit us up on Facebook if you have questions, you know, feel free to do that. And uh definitely definitely uh <laughs> give us a call 401-217-2333. All right. So 401 217 2333 33. That's how I should have said. I'm a mess today. That's Thank you good. for uh, thanks for being here, yeah, Matt. Man. Thank you. Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management is here as well. Listen, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with some awesome and uh, intriguing content. Greg always has some some funny stuff. Great job, Matt. Appreciate you guys. We're going to be right you. back here on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM.
0: You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, what's going on? Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Desperado Team
1: Real Estate Show. I'm Emilio Desperado. I'll be your host for the rest of the hour. And in the show with us today, we've got some fantastic real estate professionals because this is your show all about real estate buying, selling, investing, holding, whatever you're doing, you're going to find out the information you need to know to run a profitable real estate business and uh, and to make sure that you're not getting screwed when you're buying or selling a home. So we're going to go ahead and dive into all of that, um, starting now with Ted Tapuzas with Tapuzas and Associates. Ted, what is going hey, really? on, brother? How you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, and Ted is licensed in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Florida uh, with an office yep. here in Rhode Island, yep. in Warwick, and also Warwick. one in Florida. Where in Florida actually is that? a
4: couple now in Florida.
1: Two in Florida? Yeah, yeah. Um, nice.
4: One in Miami um, and one in in, uh, in Boca.
1: Nice man, nice. And we have Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Matt is uh, what's going on, everybody. One of the top Matt. loan originators here in Rhode Island, and he's with Movement Mortgage, just crushing it with the mortgages. So we've got on some an awesome panel here for you guys today. It's exciting. We're talking about foreclosures. Okay. And and I've got some questions for you. Sounds good. Some questions from some listeners. Some questions from. You know, some professionals, some home flippers, um, you know, all of the above. Okay, so people want to know. And, and by the way, Ted, can you briefly tell us your background with
4: foreclosures? Yeah. Um, do we have an hour? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do. You Do a lot. You've done we a do. lot, right? Um, yeah, I've done. I've done a lot of work in, in uh, the default um, uh, industry. You know, mm-hmm. representing uh, mortgage lenders, asset management companies, um, investors. Um, services, lend, you know.
2: Do you see there's more in Florida or Rhode Island? What's your um,
4: What's your opinion on that? I I see more in Florida just because of the size of the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Makes but sense. but uh, but we had our share um, back a few years ago. Oh and, yeah. And uh, you know now it's it's much slower than what it what it's been. But Less than two percent. I think that's the reason probably why you're bringing the the foreclosure topic up. It's it's definitely. Something that's going to be on the horizon. It won't be that long down the road before mm-hmm. we will start seeing these again.
1: Oh, sure.
2: Well, I hope that it's not,
4: like, contagious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. It won't
4: be like it was uh, no. the last time, that's for sure. No, I
1: don't so. see a market correction or, or a market – actually, it wasn't a correction, a, a market fall. Like last time, I mean, Collapse. prices collapsed. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. even a better word. Prices fell like 40, 50% in many areas here in Rhode Island and throughout the country. I mean, yeah. it was god awful. We were bringing people to the closing table. They were bringing 10, 20, 50, 100, all short sales, right? $1,000 yeah. to the table with the short sales, people losing their shirts with, with foreclosures. We don't want to see this. However, foreclosures are part of the business and it's yeah. part of the nature of real estate because there's certain things that happen to people where they lose homes due to illness or due to uh, a job loss change of circumstance change of circumstance or an economy that is is you know is uh you know on a decline and all of this stuff happens in cycles okay we're going on what 10 10 years in yeah, a great right. cycle yep. We're we're bound. Something is bound to happen at some point. It's, yeah, it's normal. It's relevant for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. When that happens, foreclosures are going to increase.
4: They're 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 going to happen. They're going to inevitably go up again. The 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 yeah. you know, default rate will will increase. And and when it does, I mean, it's got it's not like a light switch though, you know. So it's not like uh, you know you'll see this. Um, you know, it wasn't even a light switch last time, but uh, you know we we were all kind of caught off guard. Yeah, when that happened, but um, I think it's going to take a little bit of time for it to start to infiltrate. Um, And you know, we we've done. There's a lot more safeguards in play now um, in terms of you know vetting out people for their credit and their uh, their documentation to make sure they're not uh, you know pulling one off on the uh, on the lender. Right. Um, And uh, what
2: about uh when you go to buy a foreclosure? Yeah. What are some of the things that the real estate agent slash more so the home buyer should be uh, looking out for or prepared for you know is it you have to I know there's with us it's the deed of transfer is the start date of when someone has a foreclosure in the past and they went through that that deed of transfer from the bank taking over the ownership of the house on record with the town hall is when that time period starts of when how long you have to wait until you can get pre-approved for let's say you're buying a foreclosed house it's pretty much you can't negotiate right it is what it is pretty much well right? i
4: mean you can if it's uh, you can't negotiate when you're uh, when you're buying at the at the uh, the home you know like at the, auction. at the auction um because yeah at the auction you know it's whatever the bid amount is it's it's just a uh, it's a um, the the successful bidder wins, you know, and it's just you don't know what the numbers are that the lender's going to um, bid up to. Um, that's they have a the bank can buy it back. The bank and they typically do, and, you know, and then when they do buy it back, it's a it's it's called a bank owned. It's an REO. REO, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, and that's lots of times where people have um, you know. So so the, it'll foreclose,
2: then they'll have an auction. If the bid isn't high enough. The bank will buy it, and then they'll hold on to it and own it yeah, for however right. long that they
4: want.
1: Yeah, What's the benefit of the bank doing that? What's- well,
4: if they don't have anybody that's bidding at the sale, um, then uh, then they have to take it back. Okay. So when they do take it back... Um, oh, in, case, in know, case nobody comes and does the either, auction at all. Either nobody comes, or if they do come, they're not bidding as much as the bank would like to see you know them get back. Because they Definitely. have a certain... Um, uh, Uh, calculation that they put in for their bidding instructions to determine, you know, based upon the value of the property, based upon the uh, unpaid balance and and, uh, all the extras, um, you know, escrows, interest, uh, penalties, etc., um, what they should come in at um, as a bid so if they if their number for their bid isn't um, isn't achieved sufficient um, enough yeah it's, you know, if somebody lowballs um, the, the the property yeah. you know then they're not going to sell it for nothing to the to the, uh, the lowballer they're gonna just uh, take bid up to the amount that they feel um, you know their bid should be. and uh, typically nobody you know follows them through, you know and and let's and then lets it go to the seller to the so, bank. So I've got a lot of people,
1: Ted, specifically investors, okay, that are asking me they're saying, hey, listen, I'm on Zillow, I see, you know, pre-foreclosure stuff. I see, you know, hey, Emilio, I'm, I'm on this website. I see that this home is in pre-foreclosure, but it's not listed anywhere for sale, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. M- my experience is that when I call the banks or whoever owns that, because you can look it up in public records, you it's a dead end. Is there any is. way for these investors to purchase the pre-foreclosure's Bef- you know, before they hit the mainstream market,
4: it's it's tough. It's tough to, to do that because um, in judicial states, and there's a different. In this, this is part of the, uh, the the issue here. I think in Rhode Island is yep. we have a non-judicial process. Um, so the notices that get sent out are to the borrower only. you know the borrower, any any junior lien holders. Um, you know, typically that's that's all you know the notices that that are sent., yep. so um, you know in a judicial foreclosure, you have a uh, um, you know documents that are recorded in the you know, public records. there's a list penance that's recorded. there's a complaint that's filed. Um, it's a lawsuit. So when you have a lawsuit that's filed, you can get ahead of it a little bit because you can all you do is you just comb, those um, those court records, yep. and you see which uh, foreclosures are filed, and then you can you know send out a, a message to the uh, um, to the borrower if they're interested in selling, um, and then it would be like a short sale God, typically, yeah. you know. But here they don't do that. They so you want to go
2: if pre foreclosure means that don't it's not the foreclosure route yet, and maybe get out ahead of it before the foreclosure happens. Not yet. Yeah, it's just it's,
4: it's a kind of a gray thing because huh. uh, there might have been a notice that was sent out, so I guess that would be pre foreclosure or. Phone calls that are made to the borrower, um, but uh, you know there, there hasn't been anything published in the paper yet. And so when it gets published in the paper, that's when um, the investors typically see the uh, oh, that this property at whatever address it is is being auctioned off on a certain day so with the with the pre
1: foreclosures would it make sense for somebody to write a letter to the seller to contact the seller, not the seller but the homeowner, the homeowner. directly yeah. and then we can find out pretty much like look what do you owe what do you need to get out of this what's going on Are you going through a tough time so they can do that
4: yeah Okay. Oh, yeah. There's nothing to say that they can't do that. I mean, if yeah. they can send a letter, um, you know, we. Uh, realtors can we we, do Even, that for even our we get letters in the mail sometimes, you know, if you, yeah. have a, if you own a property oh, that, yeah. uh, you know, somebody might send out a blanket letter to anybody in like a geographic area, you know? Sure. Um, yeah, so you can do that. That's fine. And you probably wouldn't do that or they wouldn't do that until the ad is posted in the paper, you know, in the local yep. paper, because you wouldn't know otherwise. We actually, we've got a program. It's a proprietary system we we
1: have, right? And we can literally look at any neighborhood, any area, and pull all the data and find out who is an absentee owner, who is late on their mortgage, who is this, who is that. Okay, And all these investors listening right now, their their ears (laughs) are perking up. But let me tell you, we're not going to work with you unless you sign an exclusive Flat out, there's so much work behind it. So don't don't call me if you don't want to get an exclusive. Oh, uh, it's it. And I just got to be real with you right now because it cost you money. It's I can't stand. You know, you work with an inv- investors get this part wrong. While we're talking about foreclosures, if you're an investor, listen, please. Realtor is one of the most valuable people in your professional circle, and when you use a realtor, okay, to, to look for properties for you for two years, three years on end. And when you just are not loyal and jump ship, that's horrible business and jump to another realtor that has a listing and you're like, Oh, whatever, you know, screw this realtor over. That's the worst thing you can do. Right. Loyalty goes the longest way in business. And I would rather surround myself with people oh, that loyal. have a great attorney that knows foreclosures, a great lender to bring buyers in to make sure that they're qualified in the homes you're listing and selling. All of that stuff goes hand in hand and Rhode Island is a super small network of realtors, and realistically, there's only about a hundred to maybe two hundred agents in Rhode Island that are heavy producers. Right. Right. The top 25 realtors in Rhode Island do 9%, almost 10%, almost 10 out of every hundred deals in Rhode Island. So why would you not want to work with a top dog? And the other thing and, that, and stay loyal to him. The them? other thing right. that's
4: important to note is that um, the the seller pays. Those fees, you know. Yep. So if it's a foreclosure, the the bank is paying those commissions. If it's a short sale, it gets worked into the numbers. Um, that that uh, the payoff, you know. Yeah. Right. So you know, it's not coming from the buyer. It's not coming from that investor. No, no. So in essence,
1: it's it's basically free for that investor. That's right. to, In essence, to get right.
4: the all the advice, all the, uh, um, the programs that you offer.
1: Yeah, yeah, potentially unless unless they're not compensating the agent. If they're not compensating the agent, then there is a cost that they would wrap up in closing costs. But the specific details would would need to be, you know, you'd have to discuss that with an agent. So, listen, if anybody has any questions for Ted on the legal end of real estate or any questions for Matt with Movement Mortgage on the mortgage and lending end or myself on the real estate investing, buying, selling end, Give us a shout on our off-air number. That's 401-217-2333. So that's 401-217-2333. Give us a call. We'll connect you to the right professionals. Make sure you're good. Ted, awesome segment. Thank you so much. Appreciate all the advice. Matt, appreciate you being here, crushing it. it. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, and this is 104.7 FM and 920 AM. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back here with some more.
0: Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Good morning. Thank you for joining us today. It's been a fun
1: show. This is the Dispirito Team Real Estate Show. If you haven't heard of it before, we're glad you're tuning in. This is your show all about buying, selling, investing, holding real estate. We've got on some industry-leading professionals from all different walks of life and different facets of real estate giving you their top knowledge every single week. We love it. We've been on air for, what, four or five years now, I can't even keep count. We're like 250 plus shows. We love you. We appreciate you. We're so psyched to be here with you today. We've got Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management in the studio. Greg is like the heavy hitter of real estate property management with over, what, seven, 800 properties managed. For sure. Right? Top of the state. And franchises now across the country, yep. right out of Pawtucket, Rhode Island, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Matt is crushing it in the mortgage industry. Matt just hit the President's Club at Movement Whoa, Mortgage. They're almost there. Almost there. Oh, oh almost there. Don't, don't jinx it. Hey, don't jinx dear. it. You're dear. Yeah. All right. So that's like top tier, guys. That's top tier professionals. So we've got a lot of great info. So we've been talking a lot. We're like, hey, you know what? There's a lot of buyers out there that are p- p- purchasing their first or second investment properties or their first home or whatever they're doing. And they're not understanding the acquisition cost, the real cost of actually getting into that property. Okay. So we want to we want to shed some light on this so that you as a buyer or an investor, aspiring buyer investor can understand that. So Greg, I'm going to let you just take it right from the top, bro. Yeah. So when you buy a house,
3: it's called the purchase price, but I think it should be changed to the admission price. The admission price. Okay. Do, do explain. Okay. So when you buy that house, you go to the closing, they slide the keys across the table. You got a house. You just bought it, right? Well, in my opinion, it's just starting. Mm-hmm. The financial pain is just starting.
1: <laughs> it can be a financial pain. Are we, sure. We're
3: talking about any house or investment Any property? house. could be an investment. could be an owner-occupy, whatever it is, a vacation home. And- and really, my biggest point is that over the life of your 30-year mortgage, and Matt, you know this better than anybody, mm-hmm. you're paying usually double the purchase price when you add up all that interest mm-hmm. over 30 they years. They say
2: the, mor- the word mortgage comes from a f- French word, and it's, it, meant, it means death contract. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. it's pretty close. Wow. Yeah, a little fun fact. Wow. So,
3: so. so you can go online anybody and type in, you know, mortgage calculator, or amortization schedule and type in a $250,000 loan. That'll probably cost you 498,000 after 30 years. It's a break even. Single family homes
1: are a break even. But you just paid double. Now you're at two times what the purchase price well, was. Well, sure, but by the time you sell it twenty years from now, with you know, with the market appreciation and compounding interest effect, like you're good. Like you're going to break even on that. It's like a savings bank. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's a savings bank. It's Give not me. something you're
3: gonna make cash flow on it as you know, as long as you're living there, that is. And also you have to consider all the taxes you're paying. A normal house, what's the taxes? 6,000? A nice a house. 7,000?
1: House? Yeah. What's a normal house? 3 bed, 2 bath. Yeah,
3: something nice in it's the normal. suburbs.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're paying 5 grand. Yeah, 5 grand five.
3: times 30 years, that's another 150 Gs. Mhm. Yep. Okay? Then all that insurance over 30 years, that's another 1500. There's Talk another. With John LePoint, save some money. There's 50 Gs in insurance <laughs> over 30 years. Then you had PMI. And then your wife wanted new cabinets, and then it needed a roof, and then the septic went bad, and then you had to paint it, and then you had to pave the driveway. It just never ends. Finish the basement. Never ends. So you could spend three times what you purchased it for mm-hmm. over 30 years and not blink an eye. Admission or starting costs the, is purchased. Pre- There's <laughs>
1: some other things. So I yeah. want to get down. I appreciate that. I love that take, Greg. But I want to get down to the nitty gritty of what is going to affect you today and over the course of the first year of purchasing that property. And the reason why this brought to my attention is I recently helped somebody purchase an investment property. They were a cash buyer. They went in. Okay. Great property in West Warwick. And the property is on septic, but it's on a road with the sewer the way they do it in West Warwick is they do not charge a sewer assessment to the the seller during the time that sewer was there, but only to when the sewer is connected to the home. So this buyer got hit with a $6,000 assessment that he didn't know about until the day before the closing, and now is going to get hit with a four to $5,000. And we found that assessment, by the way. We were calling the sewer authority, calling them, calling them, calling them. They did get back to us. Thankfully, they were very nice when they did, but it took a while to get through to them. Day before closing, he finds this out. Okay. And he's like, whatever it's, it is what it is. Right. But I wanted to bring this to the light that this could happen and that's 10 grand altogether now. So his acquisition cost just that cost him another 10%. Like let's say if, say if I I don't want to disclose his personal info, but let's just say if he purchased the property for a hundred K and now it's one ten with that, that's $110,000. Right. That's one example of many. Yeah, one example of many. Can you guys think of some other examples? Well, that I could- want
2: to I want to get back into the investment because that's where you, we're both pretty fluent in that. Me being an investment home property homeowner myself, a couple mm-hmm. of four units, um, and then you managing the eight hundred that you you have. Beast. Um, you know, it, you you buy this house, you get two two three four unit property, get this exciting opportunity to get the rent to come in, help you pay for the mortgage. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to find the renters. <laughs> How much does that cost? Right, you know, God. in time and money. Yeah, you know, either you hire somebody to handle the time part of it, and then that costs an out-of-pocket amount, which is typically first month's rent. Mm-hmm. If it, and I know Nexus has a has a, a uh, they want va- ideally want it vacant, correct? So they don't have to mess with having to schedule showings with tenants, and you know, and you want the the, the property to be. Uh, Presented as well as possible, so you can get the best tenant to go in there. So you uh, you go vacant, so you're missing rent coming in. Mm -hmm. Plus, you got to pay your first month's rent to the person finding the rent, uh, finding the tenant. Um, You know, it 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 can you 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 don't want to be surprised by these costs before you buy that investment property. You're right. Um, If you're not gonna live in there. You got to put twenty five percent down versus a low down payment. Right. You got you better have the down payment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's you a, come correct. It's a come hairy correct. road.
1: It is a It's a rocky road. You know what I mean? Like it, it can be a rocky yeah. road. Definitely. There's so many different things. I guess it falls down to what is your is, and I make I made an acronym. I don't know if anybody did. What is your investment strategy? What is your is? Right. What's your investment strategy? Like What's your long term, short term? Is it long term? Is it short term? Go in knowing your end game when you're buying something as big as as 100 grand, 200 grand, 50 grand, 300, whatever million, 20 million, whatever. What is your end game? What's your strategy? If you don't have a strategy in place, that's where you need to pick the brains of of, of guys like Matt, like Greg, 401, 217, 23. 33. Leave a message. I'll connect you with them, or you can pick my brain. 401-217-2333. We've got a pool of knowledge here in Rhode Island that far surpasses, you know, just the three of us, right? We've got our, our network of people. We're here to help and guide you through, save you money, make you money. That's what we're here for on the show. Facebook, inbox us, hit us up, whatever it is. You know, we're here to help you out, right? Yeah, definitely, that's what we're. so what I do all day. Yeah, so, yeah. Is it? I thought I saw a picture of you sleeping on your couch in your office. Well,
2: uh, around one, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, cat nap.
1: Cat nap. Oh um, man, Christina, how are we doing on time? One minute. One minute. All right. Uh-oh. So. Thank you, Christina. She's fantastic. By the way, if you don't know Christina, Christina is our producer. She's behind the scenes making this show happen. Guys, I feel like we what, could. What? I feel like we could blow through a forty-five minute podcast together. Yeah, totally. we could do it. That well, would be. Going dope. back
2: into, to the topic. Yeah, it 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 does cost money to make these investment properties and, and real estate work. But if you it do it the right, with the right team, and you and you you're efficient about the the costs and yeah. who you hire and whether or not they're the best at what they do it can be a very fruitful thing just and look at the wealthiest people in the world you're right it's all it's it's usually a long term plan you got to you got to play it out for long enough in order to reap the benefits but you yeah, will yeah. reap benefits mm-hmm, yeah. so i don't want to scare anybody away from no, you know buying just an investment keep it real just do it the right way right. Not
1: for sure no bs there's no like it is what it is my clients they love me or hate me right well they're not my <laughs> clients if they hate me but my clients love me because i sit down with them i say look these they are the right they, these really these are the real numbers like this is this is what we can do for you and this is what we can't do. So, like, if you want to do this, let's do it. Right. And their outcome is almost always what we said at the get-go, always within that mark within maybe a half percent to a percent margin. We pride ourselves on doing that, right? So awesome, guys. Great show today. Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management, Matthew Bates with Movement Mortgage. And, uh, you know, I'd like to thank Christina and the whole Despirito team and our listeners. We're going to cut to a quick commercial break. we got Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com talking about the top five events here in Rhode Island. Thank you, Facebook Live and everybody else, Instagram. Thank you so much. We're going to see you guys in a minute. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Now, back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio.
3: Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. It's Greg Rice from Nexus Property Management here on the Despirito Team Radio Show. And right now, I'd like to welcome and introduce Jennifer Jaber from Rhode Island Blogger with Rhode Island's top. Five events. Jen, how are you?
5: I'm great. How are you?
3: Good, good, good.
5: So we have all kinds of um, local shopping opportunities coming up, so we kind of like to highlight those around this time of year just to support all these great vendors that we have in the state. Um, Saturday, November 23rd and 24th is the Rhode Island Christmas Festival 2019 from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the West Warwick Civic Center, Thomas Lamb Fieldhouse. On The Joyous Weekend features over 100 vendors, music, food, fun, an ugly sweater contest, painted balloon, uh, sorry, face painting, (laughs) balloon (laughs) fisting, a gingerbread house contest, a pageant, and much more. Um, The gingerbread contest is on Saturday, and a $10 um, registration fee is needed. And Santa arrives at noon on Sunday the 24th and leads an annual family parade. Sunday, November 24th, at the Knights of Columbus and Lincoln, is the Fall Fest from 11 to 3. The day features Thanksgiving fun, including a a T-ball game, raffle, great food, music, Thanksgiving crafts, um, and a Give and Thanks wall and more. It's $10 per person or $20 per family in advance. And the price is slightly higher. I think it's 15 and 25 at the door. Friday, November 22nd, check out the Owl Prowl at Fort Refuge in North Smithfield from 7 to 9 p.m. It's not guaranteed you'll see an owl. But an Audubon naturalist will call different species as you walk through the forest and you'll get to learn about the local wildlife and the woods, all while engaging on a great hike and obviously dress for the weather and bring a flashlight. $10 for members and $14 for non-members and it's ages 9 and up. Thursday, November 21st is Christmas at the Linesider Brewer- Brewery from 5 to 9 in East Greenwich. Um, Santa will be there from 6 to 7. Postman Mark will be there all night collecting letters that he will deliver to the North Pole. And Elf will be playing at 7 p.m. for the kids, as well as um, coffee and waffles. So there'll be delicious waffles and all kinds of fun. And last but not least, Christmas in the Barn will take place Saturday, November 23rd and 24th from 10 to 5 at 30 Middle Road in East Greenwich. And it's a relaxing boutique-style shopping experience in the warmth of a cozy barn. Um, it's an eclectic mix of Rhode Island makers and designers there'll be glass accessories photography pottery jewelry fiber arts children's items and much more and one dollar donation at the door will go to local charities and again those are just some of them and we don't always we like to highlight all the holidays these are just events that are submitted and um, support our local artists of the state so please submit your events to riblogger.com so that we can share them along
3: Awesome. Great job, Jen, and everybody out there. If you want to check out all of Jen's events, head to riblogger.com. Thanks again, Jen.
5: Thanks. Have a great week.
1: Awesome. What an exciting show today. I've got some of my favorite people in the world that were in the studio with us today. We had Matthew Bates with Movement Mortgage. He's fantastic. Thank you so much, Matt, for coming by. Greg Rice with Nexus Property Management and uh, your property managed. And also, Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis and Associates, as well as JenniferJaber at blogger.com. Christina behind the panel over here, making sure that we sound good. I don't know how she does it, because we really don't sound this good. Um, (laughs) And you, our listeners, for keeping this show alive, and number one here in the Providence Marketplace, for five years running. Thank you so much. God bless you. And thank you to all of our veterans for the past Veterans Day that just passed by and for every day. We wouldn't be here without you. God bless you. Thank you so much. I'm Emilio Disperito with the Disperito team and I'm here to help you out. 401-217-2333. Save it. Call it. 217-2333. I'm out.